Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome to The Balance Club. And this is our midweek moment. I'm Beth Burns, theater director, writer, performer, teacher, and mom. Today, I find myself considering, for probably the hundredth time this year, how crazy the world is right now. The difference is that this time, seven months and counting after the first lockdowns began, many of us are fed up and out of steam. We might be struggling to find the energy to care much about the people who sit outside of our immediate responsibilities. Or conversely, we may be consumed with worry over strangers who may not have the resources to deal with what's happening to them. It is likely that the course of action being taken by the government in your country has elements that you disagree with, perhaps passionately. And what's more, to coin a phrase, winter is coming. So the make-do-and-mend outdoors mindset of the summer holds little weight as we lurch toward the colder months. All these things can feel overwhelming to even the hardiest of temperaments. It's true, there is a lot we cannot control right now. But on the flip side, we can take control of what we know we can control. And if that sounds cryptic, what it means is that we don't need to spiral. We don't need to let the madness of the outside world into our homes and our hearts and our schedules to do as it pleases. People say that you can choose your reaction. Well, if you're anything like me and my news channels, we might be a little beyond that at the moment, but we can certainly choose how we show up to ourselves and to our friends and families. We can choose what food we put into our shopping cart and into our bodies. We can choose to stay in pajamas all day or get on up and get dressed and brush our teeth. There are so many different lives being lived under this weird shared experience that it's hard to be specific when we talk about what we can control. But I want to share three big pointers that I hope will help you navigate a path that works for you and helps you maintain as much of a sense of balance as possible. First thing you can control is your sleep. It is proven absolutely to be the most important element of your physical and mental well-being to the point that anything else you do for your health, like exercise or eating well, is rendered almost completely void if you are underslept. Matthew Walker is a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, and his best-selling book, Why We Sleep, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams is a game changer if you're the kind of person who makes do with five or six hours a night. Now, there's a passage in this book that relates to business managers and employees about business productivity, but I think it's also especially relevant with how we're coping or not coping with our personal workload in this long haul of a pandemic. Walker says, Underslept employees are not going to drive your business forward with productive innovation. 
like a group of people riding stationary exercise bikes. Everyone looks like they're pedaling, but the scenery never changes. The irony that employees miss is that when you're not getting enough sleep, you work less productively and thus need to work longer to accomplish a goal. This means you often must work longer and later into the evening, arrive home later, go to bed later, and need to wake up earlier, creating a negative feedback loop. Why try to boil a pot of water on medium heat when you could do so in half the time on high? People often tell me that they do not have enough time to sleep because they have so much work to do. Now, without wanting to be combative in any way whatsoever, I respond by informing them that perhaps the reason they still have so much to do at the end of the day is precisely because they do not get enough sleep at night. The negative feedback loop, I think, is so important at the moment because it's exhausting. It stops you from working effectively or caring and playing with your kids effectively. It becomes so hard just to do the basic things. And then you reach the end of the day, your list is still long and you stay up later trying to complete it, or you stay up even later still because you feel like you haven't had any chance to relax. And so then it's a couple of hours of Netflix and you're just not getting the rest that you need. And particularly if you have little people in your house who wake up early, rain or shine. Sleep is key. And if you're having trouble with it, then it's things like meditation apps or no screen time before bed, a warm bath, all this stuff we know, but we rarely put into practice. Now there's another quote in Matthew Walker's book that I think is so apt. He says, the best bridge between despair and hope is a good night's sleep. And you know, it's backed up by science. So let's not argue. Okay. The second thing that you can control right now is your finances. Now, I know lots of people don't want to talk about this, but it's so important and it connects to your mental well-being, to what you can do for your kids, how you live, everything. You might have to make some hard changes, but it's far better for your mindset to be up front of those changes than reacting to them on the back end. For example, it's better in the long run to downgrade your car lease now than have it taken away later. And sometimes things like that happen, not because you're spending outrageously, but because you put it off and put it off and put it off looking at your financial situation. Procrastination around finance is a big thing for a lot of people, and it's really bad for us. There's a book, Procrastination, Health, and Well-Being, by Fuchsia M. Saroy and Timothy Pitchell, and they explore the connection between procrastination and poor mental health. More than just being bad at time management, they have found that procrastination is all about managing our emotions around a tough subject. I recently read an interview where Pitchell says, when you recognize that you're putting something off, the way to beat that is to make your focus, what's my next simple action, a simple next step that I would take on this task if I were to get started on it right now? Like just log on and look at your bank balance, right? Because breaking it down like that takes your mind off of abstract worry and onto achievable actions. He says, and again, this is something that we all know from lived experience, but now the science is here to back it up. He says that once we get started, we're almost always able to keep going. We check our balance. We look at our expenditures. We figure out that maybe we don't need a gourmet coffee every day. He says, getting started is everything. 
So whatever your financial situation is, get started with that first simple step right away. The third thing that you can control is your schedule. Even if you're doing all of the unpaid heavy lifting in your household, like childcare, homeschooling, domestic work, and by the way, if you live with someone else, you should be sharing that. Maybe that's a podcast all of its own. But if you have increased domestic heavy lifting in this pandemic, you can still plan in a way that optimizes your time and your energy. And the caveat here is if you have a newborn or young child who still hasn't mastered sleeping through the night, or if you're caring for someone who needs nighttime attention, because that is a whole separate category, you just keep doing the best you can and you try to get a daytime nap in, you are in the trenches right now if you're up in the nighttime and trying to hold anything sensible down at all in the daytime. And with a newborn or a baby, just know that this time will pass And so with those exceptions, you can organize yourself. You just need to allocate a little bit of time to do so. A really good place to start is with a little revision of what's known as the Ivy Lee method. It's a business strategy of prioritizing. Now his method was six things and they changed daily, but behavioral experts like the Atomic Habits author, James Clear, they all follow their own bespoke versions. And in this one, you write down the top five things you want to prioritize in your life for at least the near future. It could be your job, it could be family or pets, physical exercise or social life or a hobby. There are no correct five things. Only you know what you want to spend your time on. But five is recommended as the optimal amount for one person to successfully manage outside of their day-to-day chores. So like probably no one I know wants to spend time on laundry, but it's not a choice, you just have to do it. So outside of those basic domestic kinds of things, you want to get your top five priorities and then say no to anything else that comes your way that isn't on that top five list. Now that might feel really hard at first, especially if you're a yes person, but if you want to feel in control of your schedule, this is a way to do it. Then you can look at your calendar and see how many hours you're spending on these priorities and how many hours you're spending on stuff that really doesn't matter to you. For example, if Netflix wasn't one of your five priorities, why are you spending 20 hours a week on it and then telling yourself you don't have time to go for a walk or a run? Or if you have a toxic person in your life that you feel obligated to spending three hours on Zoom calls with every week, Can you cut that out? Or if not, cut it out. I mean, it could be a parent or a sibling. Can you cut it down to say 30 minutes a week? I'm not here to tell you whether to choose Netflix or exercise or how to manage difficult people. As I said at the start, there are so many individual circumstances that this pandemic is affecting. We can't possibly cover them all. But I hope that just pointing you towards the things that can help you make clear decisions for yourself will get you back in control and feeling good. And finally, you can control how much news media and social media you consume. Take a look at your screen time. Figure out if finding out every detail of every election outrage or government health department misstep is making you feel good about life or completely panicked. Yes, you want to be well-informed, but most of the time, the best information comes in compact, well-written articles, not in screaming headlines or through your friend's aunt's hairstylist Facebook page. Take a step back, delete apps from your phone if you can. You can always reinstall them. 
and see if you miss the noise or actually if its absence gives you the space to create some positive actions of your own. If all of this feels overwhelming, just choose one. Give yourself an achievable win. If even one feels overwhelming, just try drinking more water this week. Lots of water. And the next week, take another look back at the list. See if you're ready to go for it. Have a great day, y'all, and I'll see you back here next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 